I was walking into a grocery store and uh, we were, <clears throat> I was with a buddy of mine, Nathan, and we were going to get some chewing tobacco. It wasn't for me, it was for him. But <clears throat> we're looking, looking, and as you continue to listen into the style or the perspective that my personal growth comes from or comes out of or approaches is always to be out there. What does that mean? It means, see, we always have to define terms. Remember that because of verbicide. The annihilation of the language. That's how you gain control. One way you gain control of a population, of a people, of a culture, is to screw with their heritage, their history, and their language. So anyway, from the perspective that I'm coming from, to be out there is always, there's some rules to that. And these aren't rules like, you must live by the rules. It's guidance. And that's all I'm doing for you. That's all I'm doing, brother, is just pointing you. So you want to gain mental resilience. So we're going in, I know, I go all over the place. Stick with me. We're in Albertsons looking for tobacco. My thing is always ask. Now, there's this thing that men never ask. Well, I know plenty of women that never ask. I know plenty of people that are basically adult children that expect either through hubris, through pride, anger, or fear, expect instead of act. They expect the universe to just unveil itself at their doorstep and they're going to throw a fit and they're angry and upset but this is part of the programming you've been taught this I can't I got to remember I'm talking to people that have been told oh yeah you go you do a you do b you get c that's how life works bullshit listen clearly gen xer gen netter millennial nothing even though it's all connected and you are not a cosmic mistake we were not a cosmic fucking mistake guys guys and girls you're not an accident the complexity of your body you're never in a million years going to make that happen on accident and time times chance is nothing there's no such thing as chance it's just a word that's supposed to represent something. It represents a statistic or an anomaly. It doesn't represent anything. It's not a power. There is no power of chance. Out of, out of nothing, everything did not spring. Out of nothing... Everything did not spring. That's nonsensical. So let's get back to it. So I ask. I always ask for what I want in life. I ask in my relationships and I also tell. I don't expect you to read my mind. I communicate. The problem is, is that as you've encountered, most people are not listening. Oh, they're listening. 
but they're listening to the to what's going on inside. They're listening to the dialogue inside their head. They're not present to their external reality connecting. But it's not even connecting. That's saying it backwards. And I know I, it's going to get deep philosophical, but I, I got to make these these distinctions because you're already connected. You're already connected, man. What did Joe say? Man? Come on, man. You're already connected. You must apply energy to what? What is it, class? What is it, client? What is it, seeker? Answer the question. If you're already connected, and I always give the answer in the question when I want to, when you're already connected and you're disconnected from everything, listening to this world, this little universe of your own conjuring in your mind, where, you know, you get to have the dialogue, you get to re-say what you'd like to say, you get to practice saying like in a hologram, like in the future that doesn't exist, by the way, this is all delusions of, of being lost, playing God, which disconnects you from the actual universe. When you play your own universe, you're distracted. So what does it take? It takes energy to disconnect. You actually have to apply, and you've been taught to apply this. How did I get off on this? You know, there's no beginning, middle, and end. That's why it's the hardest thing for me to do a podcast. It's the easiest thing for me to do is answer your question. And you say, come up to me and you go, well, are you saying that I have to stop? I have to stop being ambitious? Yes. Yes. You have to stop pushing your will. I'm going to define it for you. When I say ambitious, I mean, I'm not saying being, having, you want to ascribe, you want to yield, you want to bow to wisdom, you want to bow to experience, you want to bow to principle that is greater than yourself. Remember, if the tree's going to fall on you, you don't get this, you're standing there and and there's a big windstorm, or UFOs are coming, and they shoot a, a telephone pole, or it's not really UFOs, it's the United States government, out of frickin' control, and the military's corrupt, and they've, they've been unleashed on the citizenry in the name of whatever, and you shoot the pole, and that will come here, guys, it's already here, wake up, hello, so how to gain mindfulness really quick. Let me finish this. You don't get to choose whether the pole falls on you or not, or the pole's going to fall. So if the pole's going to fall on a certain trajectory, you don't, get, you don't get to stand there and go, nope, I choose not to accept this reality, and I'm going to go up into my head and live my own. You can only do that when you're afforded by society that you're living in such affluence that you can have that kind of apathy. Those are my two A's. Take them home. Maybe I'll name this 
because I haven't even gotten to what the technique is. Because it's all about principle. I could give you techniques all day long. All right, you want the technique? Anyway, we're in Albertsons, and I go, and these two guys, and they're, you know, probably like 18 to 20. Very self-conscious, you could tell. Millennial men are very self-conscious about their masculinity, about just their very presence, and I understand it. We're going to do a lot of work on that. We're at the second floor right now, King Rock Studios. This is a gift from God. I come in here and I totally become absent and disconnected from the reality that is unfolding before me. Do you have a spouse? Do you have a son? Do you have a dog? Do you have a daughter? Do you have a maid? Do you have people in your life that you take for granted? Fucking wake up and acknowledge. Build those bonds now more than ever. What is this frickin' technique? This has got, you know, this is like Tim, Tim Ferriss, you know, or who, I, who you should look up and who totally changed my life. 1,000 blessings on Timothy Ferris. F-E-R-R-I. Ah, look it up. I got him right here in my frickin' mail. Um, if I could figure out my folder. Four-hour work week, baby. By the book. But the book's dated now, but um, F-E-R-R-I-S-S, Timothy, and he's got a podcast, killer podcast, um, The Art of Effortlessness Results, How to Take the Lighter Path. Exactly. This is what I'm talking about. Hold the phone one moment. Hold the phone. Just hold it. going to take a break from our sponsor. Notice I said break from our sponsor because we don't have any sponsors. So I just went and got a drink of water is all. Authenticity is what's going to happen here. This is for Millennial and Jeanette, I guess is what it's being called. Timothy um, Ferris, excellent. And what he taught me was is about what he didn't teach me, and I can't teach you anything. All we're doing is just pointing to stuff that is timeless that you have been taught out of. As Roy Masters would always say, they teach you out of your common sense. They teach you out of your intuitive learning. Like I always refer to Leonardo da Vinci, Helen Keller. I don't know, there's someone going by. We're up here in the middle on the back of the, four, of the 40 acres here. But we do live around other people. A lot of Californians have moved in. Um, so you probably heard some of that background noise. And you know about authenticity. I love Jay Bravo on YouTube. Look him up. Don't worry. We'll get a channel on there eventually. Everything's playing out. You know, um, just to work one-on-one -on -one with maybe one or two people that were really dedicated. That is the kind of shit. That's another thing that every, where everything's wrong. Don't worry. We're going to get to the thing that's going to build your strength in your mental resilience. But I hate using that term, and I don't use hate in that form. We're very limited in certain things, like love, the term love. People who say love, it means every, you, could love, you could love ice cream and love your old lady, right? You could love your spouse, you could love your partner, your number one, and you could love, you know, uh, Swisher Sweets cigars. Or, um, you know, it's just thrown around. What love really is, is the essence of an energy that is willing. It's the essence of an energy that is humble. 
in the face. That's what I'm saying. You got to be humble in the face of principle. We kick principle out of the country and look at the results. They're burning down cities. This is what happens when you take virtue and character and you say, no, if you want to be a teddy bear today, you're a teddy bear. If you want to throw a fit, we're going to, we're going to, um, we're going to get a nice pillow uh, curtain around you, whether it's real or virtual, and no one's going to be able to break this. No one, you're not allowed to be offended. And I'm going to tell you what I'm leading up to with this tech, with this, this is a um, tactic along a strategy. So the tactic is cold shower. And that's what it's like for most of you who've ever been told the truth in your life. It's like a cold shower. Well, you're literally going to take a cold shower. This is going to build your mental resilience. Are you sensitive? Most modern people are much more sensitive to words and their environment than people 100 years or even 50 years ago or even 40 years ago. It's on a scale. It's on a continuum because we continue, especially through technology, to build these little uh, bubble worlds. And now you've seen it's taking on evil has taken it over. It's really evil to begin with. Fear is evil as an evil spirit. And people who play the victim or hold on to victimhood, then cells become perpetrators almost always. Almost every, and they used to throw this question out here. And here's a question to you. If, you were, if, if there was a, a little boy that was raped, really awfully raped by, say, a strange man or a priest or an uncle or his father, or anybody, his mother. So he was raped by a woman. And then he went on to rape. And you say, we want the hardest punishment for that guy. That's what I always hear, like from Bill O'Reilly. You want the hardest punishment for that guy, right? You want the hardest punishment. I always hear that. It's like, yeah! And I'm like, man, when you understand the darkest of everyone's nature, including your own. That's where empathy starts. Because it's like, but by the grace of God, there go, there go you. How would you survive all that raping? You think that you could just overcome the really degrading sense that you had without some guidance? Say so you had no guidance. You know, it's one thing to enter trauma and then to be guided out of it. And that you, those become, as you're guided out of that, you become the fucking lion, baby. You become the fucking lion. That's why you must not avoid the things that you fear. You must be like the little boy who saw the high dive and saw everybody else jumping off. They were not fear. They, they did not fear. But yet, he could see in himself crippling, crippling fear. But also, was given the light of understanding to see that that fear was not true. Because he knew, look, there's nothing happening to these kids. Knows his own ability. Even though not a good swimmer, he knows all he has to do is jump off that board. And gravity will take care of the rest. Amen. And all I got to do is swim to the sh is swim to the swim to the edge. Yes, that little boy was me. 
And that has been my script. I have been degraded. I have been fucking held down like a motherfucker. Had my mind fuck with and again and again. Yet something has been keeping me from not from blowing my brains out, blowing your brains out, right? See, we're going to be real. And giving me the light that goes, everything in your life is for a reason. And you are part of a cosmic unfolding. And maybe you have been held down. Maybe you have crippling fear. Now, I have, I have and am and had transcended so much. And I'm going to tell you how I do it. And it isn't something, and it's like, yeah, pay for it now. This is what everybody's selling, and you already know this. So I can't freaking, it's like me taking something from you and then selling it back to you, like the government selling you a license to do electrical work. That's bullshit. You have a right to go out and make a living, whether you've, whether you've jumped through their plastic hoops or not. As long as you conduct business, <clears throat> you're a viable company, and there's already a ton of laws. Who are you? And those, and those tests never determine skill, quality level, quality assurance. Why you have them come out and, and inspect it anyways? If you're going to come out and inspect it anyways, why do I have to jump through your hoops to begin with to get the license? For anything, if you're going to come out and look and make sure that it's being done right, then why should I jump through all these hoops telling you, especially when it's in a reference book? Come on, people. This is what they do. It's a reference book. All you got to do is keep referencing. If you're in the book long enough, just like if you're in that trade and you bend pipe, all you, your learning curve's at the beginning. Once you're in it all the time, once you're bending pipe all the time, that's when you get really good and fast and proficient and productive and correct and applicable, however you want to frame it. So here we go again. Mother of Pearl, we're on the second floor. So um, you've got to walk through your fears, John Jolliffe. There's no walking around, John Jolliffe. I learned that from him a long time ago. Totally resonated with, with me in my 20s. And I was already doing that. That's what I did as a six-year-old boy. That's what jumping off that thing was, off the high dive. So... But here's the twist, and I won't. I will, we'll pull away, and we'll get back into the practical because that's the principle. The strategy is: don't, you must walk through your fears. If you're insecure about something, like I'd be insecure about something the way I looked. I'm in the corporate world, whatever. I got coffee on my shirt. Fuck, right? I'm never wearing a damn white shirt. Did it get on the tie too? Yep. Son of a bitch. Right? But don't get angry. But you know, this is what it sounds like. <laughs> right? <laughs> Ooh, love it, baby. Come on, take it back. You understand where I'm coming from, brother? I know exactly. All right? Authenticity is where it's at. I'm not going to hide. So it's like, I can't go in there like this. Or you go in the bathroom. Here's one all the time. Here, you want me to throw it out there, man? And uh, you, you manage not to splash on yourself. You go and you take a freaking leak. Drain the main vein, baby. Get things taken care of. Ah, 
ready to go, rock and roll. Of course I'm going to wash my hands. And you son of a bitches that didn't wash your hands, that's why we got some of the overprotective garbage. But anyway, I was doing that way before COVID. Always wash your hands, man. And clean those stupid devices that you're touching. And use napkins and what have you not to touch fixtures. Right? Keep it clean. It's not about being anal, man. It's about all you. It's all the fucking shit that goes around these days. So, and prudence. Prudence. And common sense. And hygiene. Believe me, there's days you can go in dry heat where you don't have to take showers for days. You just clean the areas, clean the areas. I understand. But when you go into a public restroom, that's time. That's like fucking doot, 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 radioactive suit coming on now. If you, if, you, if you wanted cool technology, it would be something like Iron Man suit for walking into a public fucking restroom. Because what can you do? You pee outside, you're going to jail. You're, here's, here's a side thing. City of L.A., Lived in Southern California four decades plus. Four decades. Not plus. Up to four decades. You're, it's like there's no place to stop and pee. You got to be on the, these freeways going, going, going. You can't miss your exits. You, man, you could be dumped off in areas you, don't, you may never return. You know what I'm saying? You may be dumped off on areas, and that's with GPS. You may be dumped off in areas where you got to go 20, 30 minutes out of your way, an hour out of your way to get back to going where you were going. I mean, and you got to take a leak, and there's nowhere to stop. I mean, come on. If you, if you want advancement, if you want to impress me, Stephen St. James, for in for Stephen J. Rocker, you want to impress me, then when you're public planning, you fucking pinheads, you have on those freeways where you have these big open spaces, areas where you can pull over and have a docking station. Pull over like a park and ride. That's what I used to call parking lot ethics. You could have one with air conditioning, just a docking station. You need to crash. You need to take a leak, whatever. A food truck, the whole bit. Because when you're in those freeways down in these metro- metropolitan areas, you know. If you're down there and you're listening to this, I mean, you, you're on, you're, you, you're committed. You're, and this is like the big lie, right, everyone? This is the big lie. It's like, what do you do? Well, what do, here's the common sense, folk. It's like you're beamed down from another planet and you're like, well, what happens when you need to take a leak, man? Oh, yeah, you need to get off in some area you know nothing about in downtown L.A. and try to find a public restroom. Well, there is no public restroom. You got to go in a private. And in private, you can't. So you got to go into like a Carl's Jr. and dump quarters into that fucking thing in Culver City, you know, or Studio City. Lord have mercy. Hold on, hold on. Okay. So, but I digress. Let's get back to it. You cannot go, you have to walk through your fears. And if you are in Southern California, you better get the hell out of there. Because it's only going to get worse. They're the red carpet. There I'm rolling the red carpet for the big old federal fucking dildo to come right on in. And I don't care who your fucking governor is. That thing is owned. I know that state top to bottom. Ever look at a flow chart of, the, of, uh, of all the committees? The flow chart of the state of California government. Go look it up. Holy shit. You got committee after committee after board after committee after board underneath all these elected officials. Then you have all these departments. Then you have a, just endless 
um, committee, and then you drill down, it's a committee for plastic bags, and there's like fucking, you know, four or five people on this committee with a budget of X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars, and you're like, holy fuck, Tart, this is, this is what they're doing. That's just, that's just it. It's just power, keeping power, keeping power. That's why you're supposed to keep these governments small. How do you do that? No incentives. It's in and out. It's like the last thing you want to do. It's like entry level. Bring it in. Farm everything else out. Government shouldn't be doing half of what it's doing. It should be doing two-thirds of what it's doing. But I digress. Cannot go around your fears. Are you insecure? Are you uncomfortable in your own skin? Or are you just at getting to different levels? I'm going to tell you something about growth, self-growth, spirituality, spiritual growth. It goes like this, building character. And whatever you want to call it, growing in virtue and understanding, it's all, it's just like a video game. So you guys should fully understand. And we gave you video games. The Xers gave you video games, gave millennials, millennials totally tweaked out. And I don't know what the next generation is doing. But listen, you know, when you get through a map at at the beginning, especially when you're just starting out, even just with the controls. Remember when you first start out with the controls? Now, many of you started out probably super young, so it was like nothing. But many of us Xers, that shit didn't come in until we were much old. We were in our 20s. So, you know, I mean, there was video games before, but really getting into gaming like PC gaming and Xboxing didn't happen till later. A lot of it was PC gaming. So when you're first starting out, even just the controls, you know, it's awkward. So when you're growing, if you really are coming to enlightenment, and that's what you're listening to here, and that's the only person who's going to freaking be hanging in here. I'll tell you that right now. And it's not that I have it. It's just that you have it in you. And something's going to resonate. We're connected through this, through this network in the universe. When the, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Or whatever. It doesn't have to be the teacher. It's just the, in, it's the input. It's like the oracle says to you in the matrix what's needed to be said for you to go and be dynamic and move and bounce. Like Jordan Peterson talks about. They, they, he's got a big complicated name for it, but basically you miss the target big, but you're aiming. What I like to say is that you're in motion, that you have a willingness. I was going to define love. Love is a willingness. It's a willingness to be humble. It's a willingness not to push your will. It's a willingness to see that you are part of a greater scheme. And I'm not talking kumbaya fucking ya. I'm talking, look, you are by logic. You are the effect of a greater cause. And the universe is one big set of effects that have one big cause. And the cause couldn't come out of nothing. That takes more faith than to believe that there is divine intelligence and divine power that is greater, that it is a, that makes perfect logic, that it is not a created but a non-created or uncreated being that exists before the creation because to have a creation you have to have a creator your common sense dictates that but just look at you you're not a cosmic mistake so what are we talking about i know i keep going there i'm just going to keep going there forever and ever and ever because that's what it's about right now this is the culmination of time and eternity if i try to tell you something okay here's the gig right here if I try to tell you something, it comes out too contrived. I got notes and notes and notes. 
That's why we're going to get the callers on. We're going to get the priest on. We're going to get the red knight on. Because all you got to do is throw shit out. And then we can run with it. And you can run with it. And all I'm doing is pointing to that which is in you already, that that which can hear me, that knows that there's something greater going on. Let the rest wash away. Let the rest wash away. Learn to have space in this graciousness right here. Learn to have space, which is grace. Allow. Allow yourself not to know. Allow yourself. I have a, one of my rules. And this is the hardest thing, only for humble people, when you're really at the end of yourself, what I like to say. See, I'm going to get right into the damn coaching every time. <laughs> it's too much. Too fucking much. Cold shower. See, because it's not about the, it's not about the technique. And that's what everybody's selling you. And I'm not going to sell you shit. If, you, if it feeds you, fucking, you know what I do? And I've been buying information forever, way before the internet. When the internet came on, I'm all, oh, this makes it even easier. It used to be on TV, get your cassette tape, blah, 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 get it now, get your DVD set for X amount, send it in. And I'd be like, 13 years old, Grams, can I use the credit card? I want to get these subliminal tapes. That's the fucking true story. It's like 15. Got the whole subliminal set, man. A six, what was I? 15 to 17. And my career took off. I had a buddy of mine go, you know, he goes, I know those things work. And I go, Hi. and I did, was not necessarily convinced either way or the other, but I'm always positive and open. I know there's something greater going on. And if I'm seeking, something's going to come to you, brother. Something's going to come to you, sister. Something's going to come to you in your humbleness when you're learning to be quiet. He goes, I know those things work because... He goes, because you saved like a shitload of money. And I was listening to like saving money or something. He goes, you saved more money than anybody I know or something like that. It was, those aren't exact words. And I did. I saved like eight grand when I was 19. And that was in the 80s. And that's like a shit ton of money. Um, so you're capable of so much. And right now the shit is on. This is the time, brother. So you want to grow. So you're insecure or not even that. You want to grow in mental. This doesn't have to do with insecurity or anything like that. But you want to grow in mental resilience. So mental resilience is about, yeah, I can go from the, from the negative or go from the positive and I'll go from both. One, it's you're your soft. You've become soft. And they would say mentally soft, but really it's mentally indulged. It's mentally indulged because you're indulging the ability to mental yourself from discomfort when you should be, this is the opposite, embracing, embracing discomfort wherever you see it. Now, Carl Jung says, Carl Gustav Jung says, Jung, however you pronounce it. Jung, Jung, says, um, if anything in some, something outside of yourself or in somebody else bothers, bothers you, that's a pointing to where you need to work. And I would say drop the need to work and just say that's a pointing to where you can see a weakness. Now, this is what everybody does in this kind of society now. They turn away from that. 
It's like, oh, I don't want to see that. It's like, don't point out my weaknesses or I'm going to fucking scratch your eyes out. That's women today, right? And that's men that act like women, feminized men. And understanding and prudence goes, yeah, this is affecting my life. And I ought to turn and face it. That is the right and proper thing to do. So this builds just that muscle. This has nothing to do with morality. Because you could use it for evil. All you're going to do is build mental resilience. But you're here for the right reason. So a cold shower. Cold shower is perfect. Go in, take your regular hot shower, wash, scrub, do whatever you do. And then <laughs> turn it on. Just turn it all the way over to cold. Okay, it's getting the summer now. I do this in the winter. I do it in the summer. First of all, it has tons of health benefits. Um, and I know everyone gets into the health benefits, but I want to get into, I, I won't get into the health benefits right here, but it does increase endorphins. It helps increase your metabolism. Um, it brings down inflammation and increases your immune system and improves circulation. It fucking makes you feel robust. You come out of there, and I swear, and brain acuity, I would say, because you come out sharp. You come out sharp, baby. All right, now you first have to get over what I call the sting. And this is what's going to happen to your ego. So this is a great play in many ways because it's going to help you mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. It's not just mental. I know I say it like it's mental resilience, but really it's much, much more. Because this is when you see the truth about something about yourself, like a weakness in you. Like, um, you see that you, like, there's a, there's a weakness in, in your spending habits. Or there's a weakness in self-care. Or there's a weakness in self-perception, for lack of better words. Because no perception is the best, but we, we won't go there yet. We'll just say that there's... Um, negative self-talk you've got a committee you're trapped in an endless loop of thinking you worry about a lot of stuff you're anxious or you disconnect you turn off you're a bit of a drone you're a simpleton but you know you're not or you're experiencing conflict anything these are all weaknesses and we suffer from privation of character. We're not, I mean, we're, we're imperfect. So you always hear me say, you're not going to get utopia on this, you, on this earth. Imperfection cannot create perfection. You can't perfect yourself. How the fuck are you going to perfect everybody else in the world and every, all the elements in the fucking universe that you have no control over? Hello, the first thing you need to do is let go of being general manager of the universe. But we'll put that on a shelf. That's where contentment lies, by the way. But we'll just touch that and we'll get on to the cold shower. So the cold shower is the sting, is the blast of reality. So if you had no power or no gas in order to heat the water, you would have to take a cold shower. How would you hold up there, sunshine? First of all, that's just, that's just a side thing. That's just a, uh, a tabulature there on the side. We'll flip that over, move on. 
cold shower. So the first thing your mind is going to tell you, it'll go something like this. Okay, you're leading up and you're like, okay, I'm getting ready to do and do this. You will do it. If you listen to this, you're going to try it. You will try it. And your mind may say to you, as you're about to turn it, go, uh, you don't have to do it. Don't do it today. Do it tomorrow. There'll be some kind of dialogue. That's not you, by the way. I wish I could make some screeching sound or somebody jump in right there. That fucking pregnant pause. But it's not you. There's not two of you there. There's the you and then there's the ego. There's the projection of you. As in the Matrix. This is the... Um, this is a digital reproduction of the, you know, your digital product, your digital projection, a representation of your digital, how you see yourself, right? And that's what we're all doing, running around, we're putting stickers on our cars. I'm this, I'm a badass, I'm a bitch, I'm a whatever. And it's like, come on, you probably are, but that's, you know, you're projecting. So... When you get that, when you get the, when you turn it to cold, you're going to get that Panaka blast. But your mind is going to be talking to you. That's not you. And you get to see that. This is a side thing. This is the higher end shit. I mean, this is the, you know, if you want to evolve like really quickly, jump in that cold shower and watch your mind. Just watch your mind. But here's what I want you to do. As you're watching, embrace it. Now, I'll give you some mind tricks. These are just crutches, though, because you'll learn to do it without it. But these are little crutches. So one is just start with the back of the head. And then work your way down. Let it hit the back of your head at first because it's just harder. And it's not going to, you know, it, it'll take it the cold better. Then let it go down the back of your neck. Let the stream go down. And put it on fast. Don't put it on slow. Let, let that water be pumping out of there. Good and good and cold. Go all the way. Do not think about it. Now, me saying that, you're already going to think about it because I already told you you're going to think about it. But when you think about it, just see it. But just do it anyway. Like the kid jumping off the high dive. Just jump off the high dive. Just turn it. Just fucking be bold. And just throw it over all the way to cold. Then let it go down. Now listen. If it were 110 degrees outside and you were outside and it was 110 degrees, you wouldn't mind that water. Say it again. Well, I don't know about millennials and gen people who don't go outside. Um, <laughs> oh, we need to get the crew over here because there would be laughter around here. Because that's one thing we lament. I mean, I was never inside when I was a kid. Are you kidding me? Fucking grandmother had to, they, she had a whistle basketball whistle be whistling at freaking dusk get my ass in there true story so you're going to get many things because when you see the truth like your country your republic is dead it's going to shock you this cold water is going to shock you but it's not going to hurt you and if you embrace it and not resist it anything you resist it's going to become more pronounced 
it's going to feel like it has more pushback. When I used to train apprentices going up into an attic that was like 160 degrees or 150 degrees, just stifling, and we had fans up there. But you could only stay up there for a certain amount and would cycle them out on the hottest, like in the valley. California Valley, baby. Um, oh, yeah, and that just goes to show you how ruthless it is down there, by the way. It's like it's getting done regardless. And especially when the prices are going up and what have you, it's like, get the fuck out of the way. If you won't do it, we'll find someone who will. And there will be someone who will step right on you to do it. Back to it. Going up there, I tell them, do not resist. Do not get angry. Do not resent. This is the key to life, folks. Do not resent the reality that it is that hot up there. Accept it. Allow the sweat to draw just to roll down. Allow the cold water just to hit your muscles and feel it. Don't resist feeling it. Allow it. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. Allow it. Embrace it. Be with it fully. Be with that cold water. Just let it. And after a while, it's not going to feel bad. Whether it takes one minute or whether it takes... 10 minutes or whether it takes 10 showers or whether it takes 100 showers at some point your mind is going to become you will not indulge the mind where the mind goes oh I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I don't want to do this I don't want to do it I don't want to do it there's a ton of reasons I'm going to give you right now why we shouldn't do this but we got to get going we're running a little bit late anyway do you really need to do this that guy's crazy what the fuck he swears too what is he a sage or and he's swearing Holy men don't swear, right? How can you be pointing me to God? But he doesn't really point me to God. Wait a second, I've gotten off track. I'm in an endless loop of thinking again. What, what was I thinking about? Oh, yeah, I need to get going. I don't have time to do any cold shower shit. I need to get going and do my stuff, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I got to get that thing in the school, blah, blah, blah. My work, oh, boy. Yeah. Then Roger wants to, blah, 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 blah. Where am I? And that's what it'll do. And that's what you have to watch. And that's what's going on all the time. That's a little side tap, which is really the six figure, the second figure, seven figure, the, the, the zero, the poverty taking, the monk, the, the enlightenment, the whatever you want it to be, the golden key is you have to embrace reality because now you're on the side of truth. And like what Jordan Peterson quotes, all the greats, but you go listen to Jordan Peterson. I highly recommend his stuff on speaking the truth. And I can feel it come down on me right now. There is nothing more powerful than the spoken word and truth. Articulating that which is real. Just remember, truth is not a perspective. Truth accurately describes reality. So take your cold showers. It's got immense health benefits, as I told you. It's also going to help you for the sting of reality. You're learning to embrace, and it doesn't have to be a cold shower, but I highly, it's something easy to do and you can do tomorrow and the next day and the next day. And try to stay in for as long as you can and have grace. Don't beat yourself up, but just be aware. Do not fight your thinking. If you want more on this, I'll give it to you, but do not fight your thinking. You're thinking if you give, if you try to fight it, you're giving it energy. It's the dark side from Star Wars. It's the, uh, um, the dark side of the force. It's evil. It's your will. It's you trying to push against something that there is nowhere, where are your hands to push? 
Resentment is a, is a force in the ether. It's emotional by nature, but it is more than emotional. It is energy that goes out into the universe. And you are fighting against the current. And you have to learn to embrace and go with it. And when you're flowing with it, you're able to actually focus on what you're doing. So much that you could be under great distress and still be highly functional. And that's what suburban survival is all about. Should I say that again or just end it there? Like Peter Schiff. Dun, 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 dun. No, I'm going to repeat it. You could be under great distress and still be connected to virtue and be able to function and be highly functionable. And isn't that what survival is all about? Isn't that what personal growth is all about? That you, that, that you are, this is, this is my understanding is to, is I'm not looking for happiness. I'm looking for contentment. And I am content to be here on the second floor of the King Rock Media Studios and the playground of the, of the back 40 that the good Lord, creator of the universe, maker of heaven and earth, the divine intelligence, the higher consciousness has given me and I'm giving it back here. I'm teaching you through much trial and gnashing of teeth and on my face, tears, seeking, what is the purpose? How do you live this life? You must let go. You must embrace reality. You must conquer your fears. That is one of the greatest purposes of why you are here as a man or a woman, but especially you millennial men and exer men. It ain't too late. It's time to buck up. So jump into your cold showers. Stay in it for as long as you can. Continue with it. The benefits are fucking, they're awesome. I love them. And after a while, after you've embraced, it'll, it's going to flow over to other areas where you're going to be able to, listen, embrace other very, very difficult situations. Perhaps situations in your life that you're avoiding now that you don't want to see. Perhaps a son or a daughter that you haven't seen that you've been putting off. Um, how about you know, calling some creditors or facing some people and telling them the truth or, you know, whatever's backlogged, whatever's unfinished, whatever's coming present, you want to embrace. And especially what I like to call unfinished business and inner conflicts. And just remember when you're in those moments, this isn't about feeling good. This is about being present with what is true. And this applies to how you feel. And if you're anxious, one of the greatest things I learned is how to be present with it. Because anxiousness is really, what it's like a signal. Like you can hear my voice right now. And it's coming through. Now, if I was telling you something that was making you fearful, you would be able to hear it very clearly. Like you're going to die. You're not going to make it. When... He divorces you, you ain't going to make it. When she divorces you, you ain't going to make it. If mama's not here, you ain't going to make it. You know, but instead of hearing that, or that guy's going to come and kick your ass, or now what are you going to do? You lost your job. You're fucked. What are you going to do now? And instead of hearing the direct message, you hear, shh, shh, 
it's all fuzzed over. So it becomes like this generalized fear. It becomes a state of fear instead of a fear of loss or a fear of not making it or a fear of not being enough or getting to the specific trigger of what if I lose my job? What if he finds out? What if she finds out? Um, what if I can't stop this? Or the realizations of I can't stop this, which is actually your greatest uh, realization when you realize you truly are powerless in the universe. And I know this goes in the face of all the motivational and you can make a million. It's, it's, I want you to be as intentional as you could ever be in your life. But you have to understand where is the, if you're a driven person, what's doing the driving? And I have a saying right on my card, which is a Marcus Aurelius quote. And it says the hidden strings. What pull, what pull, what's pulling the strings? Who's pulling the strings? What's motivating you to be driven? You see, because if you don't look at the source, and you're just off like a racehorse. The majority of you are running off into distraction or what you think will give you something, what I call an event horizon, because it just keeps moving. I got that from David Masters, by the way. I want to give attribution. I heard it first from him. But it is... But I define it, I don't know if I, he defined it the same way, but it is a delusion. It's like an oasis in your mind. It gives you a sense of comfort that when I get to there, then things will be okay. There is no there. These are what I call hooks into the future that you pull yourself along the present. Hooks into the future, which you cannot do. There's no hook. These are all constructs of the mind. You think when I get to this and you have an image, like an oasis of what this is going to look like. And that's like, are you fucking kidding me? And yes, you want to see in a positive sense. You want to direct your faith. Absolutely, like Neville Goddard. But you cannot see the future because there is no future. It's always present. That's part of why you act in the end, as Neville Goddard says. That's the key point. That means you, but what does that mean? It means you're showing gratitude right now for blessings unseen. But you're also in that moment having gratitude for the blessings that you do have that you rarely ever acknowledge. How many times do you acknowledge you've got two legs, two arms, two hands, two whatever, and you excuse me if you don't, but the majority of you that do, do you ever just acknowledge, you go, whoa, and be aware of your hands? Or just what a fascinating being you really are? Or that you do have many comforts. Instead of going, oh, when I get to here, when I get to here, when I get to here, then I'll be satisfied. Then life will be good. When she acts like this and when the baby's that old and when this happens, it's all bullshit. You have to learn to get back into now. That's what the cold shower does. Stephen St. James taking your calls. Let it go in one ear, not the other. I'm just throwing it down. If anything, if anything sticks, take it flush the rest but you really don't have to if you're just letting it flow and you know where to go up and onward now and forever because it is now find out what it is to be in the now over and out